What's happening? Donald Trump face. How are you? What's popping? My brother. From another mother. This is the first time we've actually had a, our interracial podcast. I'm going to call it Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> you hit it right on the head. Ebony and Ivory's. Mike! Money Mike, as he's referred to yes, in these sir. streets. Yes, sir, as my cash ad will. You guys can send me money if you feel free. Yeah, feel free to send the man some money. Before we do get started, uh, some house cleaning. Uh, hold on. I got to I gotta play this just because. Just play it. I uh, want to address some things just right quick before we get into the pod with our special guest host for the day. Yes, sir. Um, some of you may know my co-host, Melisus. she said she didn't want to be a part, came to the decision that she didn't want to be a part of the pod because she was working on some business things and there's no love loss or nothing else but uh, complete respect and thanks because she did give us 70 plus episodes of what is whatever face. Um, people, people make it seem like we had a falling out. She's literally family. And when she told me she was working on uh, businesses, I, of course, teased her because that's what family does. But I gave her my 100% support and told her I'd be uh, supporting her the entire time and even sent her the uh, tribute. Hey. The tribute. So that was my little spring cleaning. Melissa's, uh good luck to you in your endeavors, whatever you're doing as we, you move forward. Um, podcast will still continue forward as you have seen with the guest hosts and you know things will be things so that's that um i'm gonna put a little pause here for it Let's do pour it. pour something out for my homie wish i had something to pour out for my homie but anyway money mike yes sir how you been how you uh, doing i'm doing well coronavirus has everyone in a flux it has the rona that rona the rona is alive it, i don't think i've seen in my lifetime so much craziness people have been posting pictures of grand central being empty broadway being empty but you know what burns my gears i think i know because it burns mine as well. What, what the burn? sporting venues are all shut down every single one of them Every single one of them. Ghost Town. No sports. What would it be like without sports? And here we are at day two without sports. I saw someone post, ladies, be uh, be kind to the guys. They <laughs> lost Kobe, and then two months later, mm. they lost basketball. It's been a rough year. 2020. You know what? I'm so ready for New Year's Eve. I don't know what to do with myself. 2020 Get me out of 2020. <laughs> It's been, we lost Kobe, and I feel like he really was a god. Yeah, like, like for real. Just because we, we don't have Kobe now, we can't have basketball either. That's poetry, if you ask me. Poetry in motion. Stupid Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Do you think, uh, I've seen, uh, like, players put prayers up for um, Spider, but no one has said that about Rudy. Do you think he's uh, going to get blackballed now? A little bit. I know you probably saw of him going to press conference on Monday, joking, laughing like an about idiot. it, wiping his hands all over the mics and stuff. Although I would have done the same. <laughs> <laughs> of course. 
And I would like to use a phrase that uh, Charlemagne the God will say. That is the donkey of the day, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I agree. We would have known Rudy. Yeah, Rudy, um, he did it playfully, and now, now look at you. Now yeah, look at you. The poster child of the coronavirus for sports. Well done, Rudy. Well done. You ruined sports as we know it. Good luck, Rudy. You're happy now, jackass. <laughs> but yeah, when they um originally I was coming to terms with them playing in empty arenas, mainly because I felt like the trash talk would get back to you know they don't have to watch themselves because the kid's not there. You you'll see a lot of what they do when they play in the summer, the scrimmages. Um open scrimmages that they do in the summertime, but I was really looking forward to just seeing how that would look. I was against it at first, but I'm like, eh, whatever. I, I agree with you, Corey. I think that was going to be an interesting uh, factor with hearing probably loud and clear what the players are talking about on the court with an empty arena. Kind of see how the trash talking, like you said, during scrimmages, during you know the offseason. So that would have been a sight to see. Just hearing the, the sneakers screeching like the old uh, <laughs> the Reebok commercials. <laughs> Um. Yeah, and then the the avalanche started happening. I think. Uh, well, the NBA put their you know footprint on that. I think the, once the NBA announced that they were gonna indefinitely suspend the league up until who knows. Now we know it's thirty days. But uh, NHL, what is it? Soccer all over the world. Um, MLB is postponing their opening day for two weeks. Um. Yeah, it's been a little crazy. I know WrestleMania is a big question mark. See if Vince and the boys could uh, you know, put on a great show. WrestleMania. Oh, man. If you're Vince McMahon, what do you do? That's probably one of the biggest days. You're, you're looking at almost 20 mil in terms of what that day brings to the company. What do you do? I mean, knowing Vince as a businessman, he wants the show to go on. However, are the states going to, you know, shut down the doors? XFL closed. Where is it out in Tampa now this year? So... Wait to be seen. What happens? Live Nation has canceled tours. I know comedians and people that have like different shows. Uh, Wild and Out. I saw that they canceled uh, really? their tour that they have coming up. But just a lot of people taking the precautions to make sure everybody's safe. One. But that's that. No. Yeah, man. This is the time to travel. <laughs> Ticket prices are cheap. They said Spirit Airlines is doing a four for four on flight. <laughs> Four for four, <laughs> like it, like Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, four for four. No, but uh, did you see the freaking um? There was this guy that he got banned from JetBlue flights because he didn't let the people know until the flight landed that he actually tested positive for Corona. I did see that. Dick bag. I don't know where he came from. Well, apparently his wife or something said they were waiting for the test while they were on the on the flight, and of course while they landed. They got the positive result? Yeah. Right. He, he knew it. He just probably didn't want to tell people for that same purpose that I'm saying he probably would have to book another flight, maybe take the bus. I don't blame him. I maybe mean, I did blame him, maybe I don't. My man. My man. Uh, but if I'm Vincent, well, not even Vincent Man as a fan, if you had a ticket to this event and they haven't yet canceled, how? where do you stand? Like, what are you... Wait and see. I mean, if that's the reason why you're going down to Tampa, which obviously is the reason, um, do you cancel? Do you write it out? I would think they would have to come with an announcement the next few days. Was it about three weeks away? Not less. So we'll see what happens. I uh, would write it out till now. I'm going to give you this little uh, fake scenario. They don't cancel. 
Mm-hmm. WrestleMania is April 5th. It's April 1st. April Fools. They don't cancel. You have your ticket paid for. You haven't heard anything from uh, Ticketmaster. Do you still go? Yes. If it's not canceled, you still go. If it's not canceled. Why not? Pay for that ticket. Enjoy your time. So you risk it anyway. You risk it all. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, if you're going to get your refund back, maybe you beat a conservative route, but wrestling fan, you want to watch wrestling. Big event, WrestleMania. Why not? So you'd rather get that Rona at WrestleMania? You could get that Rona where we're sitting right now. But why not get it while you're having some fun at WrestleMania? I, I, there's worse places to get the Rona than WrestleMania. I would say a strip club would be a nice place to catch. catch you can catch a lot more than a Rona, but absolutely. I mean, if we're going to catch it and go out balls to the wind, might as well have a good time, no? That's just... Oh, man. People made a big thing about Jay-Z... Uh, getting that guy's arm off of him uh, at the game the other day prior to this Rona outbreak. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame him. If I'm Jay-Z, I don't want you touching me either. Before, Even before this became a thing, I don't want you touching me. That is true. Get off. What are you doing? Take a picture. Yeah, put your hands by your side. Put a peace <laughs> sign up. Something, but don't put your hand around my neck like you know me. F I actually didn't even see that, so that's news to me. Yeah, it was just... Uh, <laughs> He was with his daughter. It was the Laker, Laker Clipper game. He was with his daughter, and this uh, old guy tried to, like, take a picture of him, but he put his hand around him, and Jay-Z did, like, the little soldier lean <laughs> thing. He's like, nah, I'm, I'm good. And the guy's like, oh, I'm sorry. Is that not allowed? And I'm, I'm pretty sure Jay was like, no, just don't, don't touch me. What are you doing? Yeah. I want to ask you your opinion, uh, stupid Rona. Uh, this is just funny in general but i want to show you something i want to get your opinion on this ladies and gentlemen um money mike this is his first time seeing this so this is going to be his honest reaction for the first time and if you could read it out loud for the people which one am i reading first one second one. the first and second one bro what <laughs> question mark a man kills his best friend for not saying no homo after 10-hour anal session. <laughs> In caps, <laughs> <new> what? <laughs> and we got a reply to that from Florida. Of course, Florida would reply. 21-year-old Tyrone Smith kills his best friend, Xavier Johnson, after a 10-hour anal session between <laughs> two completely heterosexual men. Xavier did not say, no homo. And we got Travis Scott here. <laughs> His reaction is, nigga, what? (laughs) (laughs) And that is my reaction. (laughs) What the hell is going on during the coronavirus? Fam. I mean. A 10-hour anal session for two heterosexual males. God bless both of them to go 10 hours. I mean, besides the heterosexual business, 10 hours you're taking it and receiving it? God bless both of them. Maybe I give them a pass when I say no homo. Bro. I read that the other day, and I was like, wait, fam, huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> you killed the man for not saying no homo, but deeper than that, you 10 hours. <laughs> deeper than that. <laughs> I mean, in a literal wow. sense, yeah, that's that's freaking crazy. 10 hours, and you say no homo. I'm sorry. It's a little hot in the studio <laughs> here. 
There we go. Got some air in here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, after that hot take, <laughs> or that hot butt sex. Um, yeah, that's pretty wild. Ten hour anal session. I don't think he, he deserved to get no, killed. No, no. I, I mean, I mean, ten hours of you know putting in a full shift right there. That's no. overtime in my books. Rules are rules. Rules <laughs> 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 are definitely rules, and rules are meant to be broken. So. Rules you broke that rule and uh, saying no homo. I mean, uh, you, you can say no homo for a, a lot less. <laughs> Rub it up against somebody's hand. Hey, man, no homo. Pause. Yeah, I mean, uh, going in balls deep. <laughs> Ten hours. How do you even prep yourself, like, to have that conversation <laughs> with your, your, your boy? Like, yo, fam, I got this idea. Oh, man. But it's kind of like... You know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to know. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. I mean, I guess it just happened. Bro. For 10 hours. For th that's, that uh, means worth somebody's life. I'm, uh, <laughs> uh, none of my boys, uh, but, uh, yeah. No. That's, you, you, I think you deserve to die. Both, both yeah. of them. <laughs> oh, man. Florida. Deal with it. <laughs> Florida and the Bronx. Always interesting stories. <laughs> Self-explanatory right there, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. Um, I was trying to... Did you see... Not did you see, but... To just double back right quick. For the last game of the NBA season to be the... Mavericks and the Nuggets. I'm kind of like... Really? Yeah. Really? I mean, I actually take it back. A little overtime game. Knicks-Hawks. Sorry to cut you off, Corey, but no, you're good. is this Vince Carter's last game? He was very emotional for 22 years, and that's the way he goes out. He was very he on was... a three-point shot in overtime. They lose the game to the Knicks. Knicks fan at heart, but is that Vince Carter? The last time we see Vince Sanity on the court, I think so. I think so. And I if have the season... a little optimistic that if the season really is canceled, he comes back for one more year. You think he, uh, I think he comes back says I didn't give year. them a, a, a justified uh, closeout? Yeah, he didn't go out on his terms. Sometimes, you know, injury happens, but this is a, you know, no one has the playbook to this coronavirus. No one knows what's going to happen in the next couple months, weeks, days, however long this takes. But, yeah. How would you want to go out? If you, if you, baseball I mean, player, you are. How would yeah. you want to go out if it's your last season or last at-bat? I What's mean, your picture perfect send off? Depending on my status of a player, how great I was, what I brought to the city of uh, Toronto and Canada itself. Um, obviously, he's been bouncing around the league for quite numerous of years now, not chasing a ring, so I respect that of him. I would kind of want him to go out the same way Dwayne Wade went out. Um, you know, have that kind of gesture in every home stadium or every away game, the jersey swaps. Uh, yeah. Uh, don't think it was right, but obviously that's out of our control of what happened. So I think he deserves another year if he has it in him. He's 43-something years old, I think. So, I mean, he's been playing 22 years. 43 years young and probably gave us one of the most memorable dunk contest oh, showings we'll ever see. For sure. Um, there's some close seconds, but to me in my book, it's Vince and what he did in 2000. And then everything else that comes after that. Um, yeah, I put it above Neek and Mike. I put it above Neek and Spud. I put it above 
a whole bunch of um, other great showings, but what Vince Carter did in that dunk contest. Um, it's over. Yeah. It's over. That, what he did to the Frenchman, the seven-foot <laughs> Frenchman in the Olympics, um, he's given us the, the even in the playoffs, oh, the 2001 playoffs, him and AI mm -hmm. going back and forth, 50-point uh, games in that series. Right, from Chapel Hill, flying mm -hmm. to the game in a game seven, gave it his all. AI had the best of them that night, but yeah, Vince is one of a kind. Um, and it's crazy because years ago, when he was back in Toronto, they said he quit on Toronto, wanted out of Toronto. I don't know if you heard that stories or not that he used to throw games or not, but this guy's been in and out really? in the league, yeah. In the league for 22 years, has defined age, kind of like LeBron right now. Um, yeah, there were stories about him being skeptical of him wanting out and him quitting on games from general management, and that's why he ultimately got traded to New Jersey. A little fun fact. Really? That's, I mean, that's what I heard. I don't know if it's true or not, but yeah. Do you see him as the type that would quit on his team? Was it him quitting or them not putting people around him in a winning situation? Good point. I think it could have been a little bit of both. Him and McGrady, obviously cousins, and uh, you know McGrady leaving to Orlando. I think that could have been a, a dynamic duel now that we have in the league with super teams uh, kind of joining together. Not this year. It's pretty uh, even throughout the, the league, but... Yeah, I think you got a valid point of them not bringing any uh, talent into Toronto. But, I mean, uh, no, I don't see him as a quitter. At least not now. I don't think that's the right word as far as quitter. But, yeah, from what I've heard back in the day that he uh, kind of quit on his team or the franchise. But who knows? That's behind closed doors. I don't know if he did or didn't. But, obviously, bringing these young guys aboard, Trey Young and, uh, you know, the young talent they have in uh, Atlanta, that's going to be an up-and-coming team in a few years. Do you think uh, storybook ending? He goes, he should have hung it up in Toronto, or him leaving in Atlanta is not okay, but you, you'll settle for. Uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, you want guys to kind of finish out their career with maybe the team that they, you know, a Kobe esque, but uh, or Derek Jeter, but very like very unlikely does that happen. And guys bounce around. I would like to see him play one more year in Toronto, give that back to the fans. I know. You know, when he first got there, I think they booed him. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think he got booed, and now he's being cel celebrated for what he brought to Toronto. Kind of put them on the map, young franchise in the, in the league, and electrifying Ben Sanity. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to see him play one more year in Toronto. I mean, they're a competitive team, even with Kawhi. You know, they're doing their thing. Kind of top team in the East. So, yeah, bringing Vince off the bench, you know, a couple minutes here and there, giving the you know, standing ovations. Definitely his last game of the season in Toronto would be a, a nice, memorable way of him going out. Are you someone who believes, uh, I know you said he wasn't ring chasing, um, not that people deserve a ring because they're not like giving out like participation trophies, but is Vince one of those guys where you wouldn't have been mad if he was on that roster that won when Kawhi was there versus him competing elsewhere? Like... Um, tough question. Obviously, those puts like the the mellows in the conversation. Obviously, Vince Carter of uh, these guys just love basketball and want to play. And obviously, as a competitor, you want to win a ring. Um, yeah, I would have liked him to see him win a ring in Toronto. I don't know how uh, valuable of a piece he would have been. Obviously, in his you know his age that he is now in the league, but he's getting about ten to twelve minutes now with Atlanta, the young team. 
I think he could have been a veteran in that locker room, although they still won it, a veteran voice. And, you know, nice to see him get a ring. Of course, I'd like to see Vince get a ring. It uh, doesn't work out that way. You got the Barclays of the world. You got the AIs of the world. You know, you got the likes of LeBron in every finals in the last uh, how many years are we up to? You got Michael Jordan winning all these rings. So respect to those guys, the Kobe's of the world, the Shaqs. But, yeah, a lot of guys, a lot of great athletes that are uh, going to go down in Hall of Fame history and uh, not have a ring. I, I think I asked you uh, before, but what's your sport of choice? Personal? Uh, personal growing up, I uh, was a huge baseball fan, still am. I mean, I've watched sports all, all my life, played sports all my life, but my main two sports uh, that I played were baseball and hockey, and then everything else after that. So if you're a professional hockey player or baseball player, how do you see your, your send-off, your swan song, your final game suited? Uh, going out, obviously, healthy and happy, uh, kind of understanding that father time has come you know uh hopefully win that final game and uh yeah the send-off is is what it is a standing ovation you know the respect to all the other players respect to the fans that have come out and watched me play if i was on that stature of one of the greats um just respect the game whatever game you're playing respect it make sure you're playing it like it's your last throughout your whole career uh you never know Obviously, coronavirus coming, short in the season. You never know what could happen, but mostly we think of injury or, God forbid, uh, tragedy. But, yeah, my swan song is uh, finish that year out, finish that game out. Healthy, happy, family all, all there, friends, family, you know, teammates, uh, close colleagues, whatever it may be. Uh, yeah, pretty much standing O, and uh, whatever the next part of my life is, it is. What's your your final at-bat? Your teams that put you, put you in a position – Bottom of the ninth, last game ever, teams down, you're at bat, you got two runners on, how do you want to go out? Single, double, home run? Uh, you put me in that scenario, two man on, I'm up at bat, don't know, not sure what the count is or how many outs there is, what's Full the magnitude count. of the game? Full, Full count. count. Full count, I'm looking, uh, depending on the pitcher, I'm looking fastball and I'm looking to drive a ball, uh, whether that's a double, home run, whatever it is, whatever to get that run in. Uh, depending on the score, but uh, yeah, of course everyone wants to go out with a hit. I'm not going to tell you I'm going to go out with an out, and I, uh, you know, I got my head down and uh, to the dugout. Uh, I wanted to get the game-winning hit, obviously. Um, depending on what that is, single, double, triple, home run, whatever it is. I don't even care if it's an error, but uh, as long as our team uh, wins that game, and that would that would be the ideal moment. Um, put the ball in play and see what happens. Uh, you mentioned. Um Era and not really caring uh, as long as you get a hit. Um, we've had this conversation uh, numerous times, but if you're any team that played against the Houston Astros, do you take the sympathy ring or do you just want their record removed and have like a no winner? Uh, yeah, we've always talked about this off the record. Um, now we're on record. How do I feel today? Um, if I was on that team knowingly knew what I was doing. Uh, do I feel like it was... The other team. Not if you oh, were on that team. If you I'm were on sorry. the other team. If I was on the other team, yes. I would want that year to be just uh, like, well, it happened, but like it never happened. No winner. Uh, no consolation prize. Whoever was in the World Series at that time, uh, no, I wouldn't want to grant them a ring just because you still got to play the, the game between uh, the lines. But uh, yeah, obviously they had the advantage. We all know how that went down in Houston. 
but no, as a competitor, I would want to win on the, the right magnitude, not just be uh, given a ring just because of cheating allegations that were obviously true, but yeah, no, I wouldn't want to be given a ring. Are you mad if they uh, <laughs> beam every Houston, like every stadium they go to, if a Houston player gets beamed, are you are you mad at it? Do you think it's justifiable? Do you like... Uh, don't condone, condone uh, hurting people in sports, but yeah, between baseball, old-fashioned game, I would not be mad if uh, they were beamed. <laughs> to put it short and sweet, I mean they're gonna get uh, they're gonna get booed every time they go into a uh, away arena. Even every at home, they're sure they're gonna get booed, and I hope they uh, I hope they do. No I, sympathy here. I don't know if at home they get the boos. I'm sure, like because it's still a home team, uh, you might even have people in Houston that may cheer the fact that oh, you know. Um, the league's being harsh on us right now, but I think at home they get the the heroes heroes welcome, so to speak. I think on a road is when they get. Oh, for sure, the road is going to be brutal. Um, yeah, I mean we'll we'll see. I mean I don't know how the Houston fans are gonna gonna be. I'm sure you, you're probably right. You know, hometown team look behind whatever happened they won a ring uh in a world series last year so yeah you're probably right they're gonna get some cheers i wouldn't be surprised if there's some scatters of booze but yeah for the majority of it i would say yeah they're gonna get cheered you know people are loyal to their franchise to their team at home so no matter what happens you look at erod getting caught with steroids you look at canseco mark mcguire these guys still got cheered um thank you sir do you think uh the cheating beats out any of the other eras the steroid era the blah 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 era so once this news first broke i was a little skeptic i thought nothing of it but then when it came more into light and how they were doing it or using it i mean let's be uh real as competitors you probably always try to look for an edge um whether you're stealing signs on second base and you see what the catcher's putting down or if the pitcher's uh tipping their pitch by their glove movement hand movement whatever it is but to use videotaping banging trash cans um, pretty ridiculous. I mean, as an athlete, I mean, I, like I said, I played baseball most of my life into high school. Um, you get that edge of, you know, what's, you know, you're getting into the box and you know, a fastball, curveball, whatever the pitch is, uh, that's a game changer. And obviously you can see from the road and home averages between these players, like the Altuve's, Bregman's, Springer's, uh, these guys have 400 batting average and on the road, they had about a hundred. <laughs> that's a struggle. Um... If I'm a baseball player and I know to expect a fastball third pitch down the middle, I'm sitting with the bat on my shoulder waiting for that pitch because I know when it comes. I'm, I'm babe roofing every pitch yep. you throw at me because I'm like, yeah, I'm sending that right into left field, <laughs> center, what, like whatever it is because I know what's coming down the line. Um, it's interesting that it's evolved to that point like the steroid era so what you use a little juice yep. let's say you were hitting them 300 now you're hitting them 500 whatever you still need hand-eye coordination to get exactly. the ball out of the, the stadium but to physically have someone giving you signs of what's coming that's a, it's a little much uh, a little too much yeah uh, like you said steroid era everyone had a little bit of juice I'm sure everyone was doing it a lot of players from from multiple teams were doing it so uh, this was one team, Houston Astros, have great players, might uh, tarnish their Hall of Fame career. Who knows? Time will tell. We'll see what happens. 
But uh, yeah, definitely the advantage sitting in the box, knowing that a fastball, a changeup, a curveball, whatever you're sitting on. You know, these guys were taking pitches that were strikes, but because it wasn't a fastball or whatever, they were banging on the trash can. Definitely gave them more than a 50% chance of uh, hitting the ball, like you said, into left field, center field, over the fence. I can't remember at the moment. Did uh, Roger Clemens win a ring in Houston? Uh, oh, was that just Boston? No. Um, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, that's when Carlos Beltran was on the team. He went nuts for a couple of uh, series. And Roger Clemens, I believe, was on that team with Andy Pettit, both using steroids, yes. both former Yankees. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think they won. I think they lost to the White Sox. Correct me if I'm wrong. 2004 maybe might have been the year. But uh, I think they were in the World Series, just didn't win one. We don't fact check up here. So if, if you say it's White Sox in 04. Definitely remember White Sox. White Sox. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. I won't. Because um, if you're wrong, we'll just be wrong together. <laughs> we'll, we're here on this journey together now. Um, did you see Dak turning down 105 guaranteed, 33 mil a year? Like, yeah, get your that alarm. alarm. What's going on? That that was my alarm on Dak. Take the bag and uh, <laughs> play some football, man. I know you're uh, well liked in Dallas or Jerry Jones. I don't I don't know, but realistically, do you think he gets that money anywhere else, or no. a higher deal anywhere else? No, I don't. I think at best he, you know, he's an average to good quarterback, but uh, I mean he's got talent around him. He's got a solid offensive line. He's got Zeke in the backfield, um, decent wide receivers. You're playing in Dallas, America's team. Although I uh, hate Dallas passionately, I think he should take the bag and, uh, and throw that football, man. Bro, to put it in perspective, Russell Wilson's getting 35, and Ben Roethlisberger's getting 34. Both have won Super Bowls. Roethlisberger, multiple. Uh, both Super Bowl MVPs at some point. And you're talking about being a million away from that. And you've done relatively nothing, nothing. so to speak. And 105 guaranteed. Take I would have took bet. that deal and been like, I would have laughed at Dallas and been like, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> I got over on you guys. But, like, I don't know if he's waiting for the uh, collective bargaining to see if the money's going to go up. But I wouldn't, if I'm Dallas, I, I showed you my best hand and you pretty much turned your nose to me. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know, Dak, what you're thinking. I mean, uh, know what you're worth. I respect it. But uh, 33 mil guaranteed or what was it, 105? 105. Annually 33. I mean, plus your endorsements. I mean, dude, <laughs> take the bag and go with it. What do you think? Mahomes gets when his because he's got what two years left on his rookie deal. Uh, yeah, two years left. I'm sure he'll probably sign after next year some extension. If Dak is getting 33 mil, I would say at least 40 for Mahomes, at least 40 guaranteed a year. Gio said 40, and I, I thought he was a little high when he said 40 because I was gonna say maybe 38, but I'm interested to know why you, you think. 40. And that's not a slight at uh, Mahomes because me saying 38, yeah. you'll be the highest paid quarterback ever. Like, uh, I think I just rounded off. I mean, 40 mil sounds like the guaranteed money that Mahomes is going to bring to the table, to his talent. Obviously, won a Super Bowl ring last year. Many more to come. That team is solid, looking like a dynasty in the next couple of years here, three to five years at least that window is open. Uh, Mahomes is a real deal, man. I mean, barring any injury. I think he gets 40 mil and that no rhyme or reason. I just think that they're going to pay the man. Well-deserved. 
Um, I think out of college, no one really knew who the guy was. Yeah. Unless you followed college like that, um, which I do very little. I knew he had an arm, but I didn't think he was uh, he was this exceptional. Let's keep it uh, let's keep it all the way a stack. Uh, no one watched Texas Tech and thought that kid there is going to be the next Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, you name it. No one thought that. You're right. For Mahomes <laughs> at Texas Tech, but I will tell you, uh, Russell Wilson won in his rookie year. And when he had to re-up his contract, you see see what they did for him. Yep. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, somebody that's special. Um, you think they give he gives them a discount so they can try to get other players, or he's like, no, pay me my what I'm earned. Uh, Rightfully, because that that's a valid point, and he seems like the guy that's a, a team first guy. You hear all the you know his his uh, press conferences. You hear all behind the scenes what he's mic'd up. To me, and don't know the guy personally. Seems like a class act guy. You got the Kelseys of the world that probably still have to get paid. He's just got uh, a weird voice that sounds like <laughs> something similar yeah. to this. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, Patty Mahomes. Um, worth every penny, every dollar that he gets. Um, whether it's forty, whether it's thirty-eight, whatever the case may be, I do see him possibly giving a you know a discount to his hometown team that drafted him. Uh, just to build the pieces, I, I do think you you know you should be selfish in a sense to get get paid and get your money rightfully so you worked your whole life to be uh in that position to take whatever you're gonna get uh if however though team if, first guy if you're his agent how do you man those conversations do you go in there and let them speak first or do you go in there and uh stat sheet them to death and here's what we did I, th- I think you got you're almost as an agent and a lawyer to your to your representative as Mahomes. So you kind of you know show him what he's worth. Obviously, won a Super Bowl ring. Andy Reid, congratulations, winning a ring, well deserved. Um, yeah, I think you kind of put the stats where they, where they lie in, in Patty Mahomes, and you kind of see where the organization, the franchise is going to go with that. Uh, I feel like both of them will mutually agree on something that's going to be high price for Mahomes. Uh, I think ultimately it'll be Mahomes who kind of discounts that like you you brought up on seeing if he could lower the the annual amount and uh, bring in more talent or sign a sick deal Tyreek Hill is locked up and he that was a bargain I think he should be paid or restructured um you got got guys like Julio Jones well respected but guy holds out every offseason gets paid more and more and Falcons have regressed not saying that's a Julio thing but that's a that's a either Matty Ryan or franchise putting pieces around but I think the Mahomes is smart enough to see what he has in front of him and how many years he could kind of build his legacy and not that patriot way but uh, definitely that dynasty is going to flip right now. We don't know where Tom Brady's going next year. Is he going to be a Pat? Is he going to be a Raider? Is he going to be a Niner? Um, My only thing uh, for Mahomes and this is in his favor. If he wins another ring in two years he already has the bargaining power now but if he wins another ring in two years that only sweetens his uh, negotiating because he can go in saying, I showed you what I can do. I brought you two rings already. I, um, You know what my arm is. You see what my legs can do. Like, I, I would go, if I'm Patty Mahomes, if I win another ring in the next two years, I go in, I put my dick on the table and say, you show me something. I'm yeah. going to be quiet. You show me, you show me how many zeros you're going to put on my check. Because I mean, now I think yeah, back up the Brink truck, let the man get paid. Um, if it's forty, 
he deserves every bit of 40. Yeah, I think you bring up a great point. Um, football, gruesome game, you know, 16 weeks, maybe possibly 17 weeks, depending on what happens. You know, he could have a fatal injury, and now what? You know, everyone will uh, feel sorry for him, know what his memory was, God forbid, if it's a leg, arm injury, whatever it is. But, uh, yeah, I think he's well-deserved of being paid 40 mil. Um, you know, secure the bag. That's what you uh, grew up to do. Yeah, you won a championship. Awesome job. Shout Not only you. you were the MVP. MVP? Of the league. MVP of... MVP of the league. MVP of the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. Um, my only... Not even issue, but question would be, do you value me enough uh, to pay me for what I can bring? And with so many, so many holes and unanswered questions in the league going into next season, that's a definite. Also, the franchise, too. So the Chiefs have always been the team to be known. I mean, Alex Smith, awesome job, kind of, you know, Made the playoffs, never won the big game. Mahomes comes in, sits out one year, learns from Alex Smith, <laughs> plays one game. It's now your it, job. Now it's just yeah. Now it's your job. Now it's your job. Um, yeah, put your dig on the table. We don't know how much you're worth. Uh, won a ring for Kansas City. Shout out to Kansas City. And won uh, a ring for Andy Reid. Definitely see more coming uh, for the Chiefs. But yeah, get your bag. Uh, before we. Lee from uh, football. Yeah, this has been the sports podcast. In case you're looking at the radio trying to figure out where we're going next. Nigga, we ain't going to have sports for a long time. <laughs> so enjoy this. Let's talk about it. While while we're here. But um, Kelsey, do you think he, um, he gets a big payday or he tries to go someplace else or even shuts it down? Because we've been seeing a lot of that recently where... Gronkowski, WWE, coming to WrestleMania. <laughs> don't cancel WrestleMania. Um, Kelsey, I don't know. I think everyone deserves what they deserve or what they think they're worth. I think everyone has a price tag on their head of what they're worth and do egos get in the way? I don't know. That team doesn't seem like they have much egos. It seems like they uh, and have great the chemistry. And that's the scary part is that it seems like you mentioned Tyreek Hill. You mentioned... Kelsey, you mentioned uh, Mahomes doesn't he doesn't have ego at all, but that's the scary part. There's no egos on that team, so there's only room for them to improve. So if somebody like they build in a draft or a free agent comes along that they want to throw money at, that's the part that's scary is that they have the wiggle room and the coach to manage like and be like, relax. You see what we did together, like. It's not about breaking us up and you guys going elsewhere, but how can we add to what we already have? Um, would you see uh, Dez working out? Dez working out. Um, never was a big Dez fan, but... Uh, a lot obviously, of people have been saying that. They, they don't really... Obviously, honestly feel bad for Dez. I think he got the short end of it. Um, I respect his game. I don't think he was the greatest receiver out there, but I think he's a solid receiver. I mean, coming off a bad injury, of course, people are skeptical of his attitude, this, that, and the third. But uh, I mean, a lot of guys in the league have done worse and have gotten second or third chance. Um, I think Des deserves uh, a look at. Obviously, a tryout. I think he deserves a contract somewhere. Where? Where is definitely the question. Um, 
And would you treat him as a number one option, or no. would you treat him as a second, third? I would say third at best okay. until you prove yourself. I mean, uh, come off of a horrific injury, then Saints sign you, which I thought was going to be an awesome deal for him. I thought that was going to be scary. Unfortunately, Honestly. he gets hurt during practice, first practice. Um, yeah, does that do, do, does that? <laughs> Drink some more. Drink some more. Dez definitely <laughs> deserves uh, a contract. I would say third option at best. Where? He could go anywhere, man. I mean, do you think? Let me pose this scenario to you. He possibly teams up with Tom Brady wherever Brady goes. I mean, they don't have any relation, but uh, that's definitely possible. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dez, they're always, you know, skeptical of his hands, and uh, Brady puts it right in the bread basket, but... Uh, did he that, catch that pass against the Packers? Yes, is he all did. people want to know. Yes, he did. I think he did. I think it was a catch. You don't think so? You think it was a drop? He dropped, he dropped. I don't know, I think he caught it. No, man. Um, fantasy football-wise, who's your first overall... First overall this year goes to drum roll, please. <laughs> Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. I think Patty Mahomes gets it. You look at uh, Henry. Does Derrick Henry repeat what he did last year? Although he had a phenomenal playoff series, the guy's gonna get paid as well. Tennessee's freeing up some cap space. Yeah. Uh, letting go the other uh, running back. Who was that? Lewis or White? I think it was Deion Lewis. Lewis. I think I would go with Patty Mahomes. The weapons are there. I think he repeats. Um, what all those weapons? Tyreek Hill, Williams in the backfield, Kelsey. I forgot the other guys that they have, but yeah, Hardman, Watkins, Hardman, yeah. none of those they're, guys. They're really loaded. I think uh, as a QB, I think it, you know, go with him with number one. Usually, I usually pick a running back, but I think uh, the game has gone to a quarterback league. So who's your running back number one overall? Todd Gurley has a question mark. Zeke, what? why I'm a question Gurley? mark? On. No, question mark. I, I was about I'm, to say, are you I'm kidding you me? My answer. I think he, uh, I think Derrick Henry, the age that he's at. I know I just said that I wouldn't take him number one overall, but that would be my first running back uh, off the board. Really? Yeah, Derrick Henry. So you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't take McCaff? You would take Henry? Yeah. I think uh, McCaffrey doesn't really have a quarterback yet, depending on Cam's health. Uh, the guy literally does everything. Catching, running. He didn't God have only Cam knows he might be the quarterback. Uh, and then you could say Saquon, but uh, let's see what happens with the Giants. See what kind of weapons they put around Saquon and uh, Jones. But, yeah, I'm going, I'm going Henry. Young running back. I mean, he proved himself during the playoffs. I think he feeds off of that energy. Big running back as well. Uh, well, I, I do appreciate you for this uh, impromptu <laughs> sports talk. Um, we do a thing up here where we give a show before we let these people go. So I'm going to ask you, what are you watching now that there's no sports? Shit, anything that's on Netflix. What did I watch last night? I watched Gridiron Games on Netflix. I watched Goodfellas. I'm sure you guys have watched all those classics. Never knew Omari... Mr. Ghost himself was in Gridiron Games until yesterday. Gridiron Never Games? I knew that, that he was uh, hmm. in that. Was he good or was he? No, nah, he was a gang member that got shot down. So that was his little cameo. But never knew he was in there. 
Shout out to Ghost. Uh, I think he's still alive. Uh, he's he's alive. Uh, we'll, we'll get the conspiracy theories <laughs> later about how he was in the ambulance and he didn't really die and all this other stuff. And matter of fact, that's one we should unpack that one day and just a conversation about how people think Ghost isn't dead. Um, my show is actually being that it's been off the air. Well, being it's in their last season, I'm gonna have to go Modern Family. Classic. As you know, Swan Song, they're on their uh, their way out. So I'm gonna miss you guys. Modern <laughs> Family is <laughs> my show. Um, thank you, Money Mike, for this. It's been a really great sports talk. Thank man. you for having me, man. Uh, pop my cherry on the podcast. A little bit nervous. Still nervous. It's all but right. I'll be prepared Come next on. time. You're Corey fine. Back. You're fine. Um, I would say get your excuses ready, but Corona, I mean, <laughs> Gat Rona has given us an excuse already. Um, if you do have it, uh, please cough on yourself at home <laughs> for the next 14 days. No reason getting your co-workers sick, but yeah, you don't have to get an excuse ready because Rona is that excuse. And also, see if your job lets you stay home because you cough um, when you call your boss. Just let them know. I got that Rona. And yeah. But until next time. Oh, see ya.